What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your host here with your. Co- I'm your host Josh here with your co-host. It's been a minute, KG. KG, Wait, no. KG. I, I stole it. Yeah, We're, man. Why are we rusty? We we've still been consistent. I know. Yeah. We and you know what's funny is um. You know, there's sometimes you're like, oh, should we still upload? You know, we're not getting as many hits right now, but we've got so many messages from people saying that like this is getting them through their whole quarantine and stuff. And I guess because a lot of people are used to listening to this on their drive to work at the gym and stuff. But like, you know what? You guys need this more than ever. And that's why we're still producing. Literally, we will not miss an episode. I guarantee no matter what happens, if Josh and I have to do a Zoom session together, we'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we, we had a phase where we were making excuses, we'd feel bad, we'd only upload, you know, one episode a week, one every two weeks, like way back when we started. Um, but, you know, ever since we are like, we're not missing, you know, we've been very diligent, we planned ahead, we know when we're going to do it, where we're going to do it. You know, we were not able to do a normal place, so I packed the mics and here we are. And, you know, we've uh, really just made sure to commit to that. And I think you can carry that attitude to fitness, right? And for a lot of you, you know, you're not able to go to any kind of gym, you don't have equipment at home. Uh, so it'll come down to, you know, are you still going to be consistent? Are you still going to get workouts in? Are you still going to stay fit? You know, regardless of circumstance, or are you going to kind of lock out and just say, eh, you know, I'm not able to go to the gym too bad. I'm not going to hit it. So I think just having that non-negotiable, you know, like it's, it's a non-negotiable. It's something that's going to get done. That's how we feel about that podcast. Such a powerful thing. And yeah, I just want to go ahead and take a second to thank all of you, the listeners, you know, for tuning in, especially the people that are still listening, still investing in themselves and, you know, still wanting to be a high performer in every aspect of life. It means a lot. And, you know, all the great messages we got about our last two episodes, you know, kind of talking a little bit about COVID situations, mindset, attitudes, you know, really, really do appreciate that because sometimes, you know, it feels like we're talking into thin air and then we don't get messages or, you know, stuff. We kind of forget what was said and stuff. So it's really great to know how impactful that was and just wanted to take a second to be appreciative of everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, Josh and I are sitting six feet away from each other right now, but uh, we're still making it happen. Um, I just wanted to give a random update. I know the last episode we said we had our thoughts on home gyms. I think my my thought process has changed. Like, I I've always said it's kind of like it's good to have. You know, it's nice to have. But ever since knowing that this is gonna last probably like much longer, I'm so jealous of anyone that has a barbell in their garage. Um, I just want to add that in because I'm looking at the title of our last episode and. You know, I'm so jealous. What are your thoughts now? Because I know you've said like you've never used it, but like if this lasts two months, like what, I don't know, I'd, I'd go I'm, crazy. I'm a realist, and you know, we got really into minimalism, which is kind of where you're trying to be more intentional, intentional, intentional with what you own. So you know, like we'd get rid of, we did a big purge. We did a really fun challenge, actually. If you want a really good challenge, especially for those of you that are home, uh, this is a good one. So yeah, we did I love a 30 it. day. Um, minimalism challenge okay and I challenge all the listeners here this is so freaking fun it's ridiculous so for the first day you're going to aim to get rid of one thing so now I don't mean get rid of necessarily throw it in a landfill you know maybe you can get it gather it up to give it to friends donate it to charity or maybe it's junk and it just needs to be thrown out but you're going to find one thing the first day okay and you can't use multiples you can't just say each day do a different pen right no if you're going to get rid of your pens you got to get rid of all the pens that counts as one thing Okay, and then the second day, you're going to get rid of two things. The third day, three things. Fourth day, four things. And it gets real hard after day 20. You know, and you're like, you're trying to find things. And it works so much better if you do it with a friend. Because, um, you know, like me and Kyle, we would be sending photos, like, to each other, being like, here are my 20 things. And we'd be like, ah, I don't know if that counts, man. Like, you it's can't, crazy, that you challenge. You can't get rid of old. Yeah, it, it was so crazy. But, you know, it's just so much better, too, because I'm a firm believer that, you know, when you own too many things, it takes up your mental space and it can actually demotivate you. And a really good example of this is with your clothing. You know, when you pay a lot of money 
for really, really nice clothing. And then, you know, you wake up and you see all this beautiful clothing and you, oh, I never wear this. I should wear this. I got to find a time to wear this. And, you know, you actually feel bad about yourself in a weird way. So to me, like I make sure I own only things I wear. It's super easy for me to pick. I just kind of have what I need for the week, maybe plus two days in case something happens. And I've found I'm a lot more happier. And to the point of gym equipment, I still stand with my position because even me, I bought an ab wheel, okay? I'm like, I'm going to use this freaking ab wheel three times a week when I do abs. Easy, 100%. I've had it maybe now half a year. I've probably used it three or four times at most. Yeah, and for true. me, I look at it every day and I go, oh, I should be using this. Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, and I feel bad about it, right? But I'm still hitting my abs. Like, I've still consistently trained abs and still push myself. But I found, like, you know, sometimes it's better not to take that mental space. But to your point of a barbell, I do understand it, especially with this. But, I mean, how many circumstances has yeah. there really been where you can't go to Well, a it's gym? true because before this, I would have never said. I would have always been like. Yeah. But then I asked feedback from, like, my aunt who has, like, a, a garage gym. She's like, yeah, I honestly never thought I would even use it, like, that I, I ever had to make this choice. But I'm so grateful. Like, some people, like, had said, like, they would literally pay two to three grand. Like, like every penny is worth it now because you know yeah. how addicted, like, we're very fortunate because we still we have a private gym nobody comes here we rent space you know we're good to go but i do feel like if you know the table is turned and i didn't have access to heavy dumbbells or something as oh, much i'd go, crazy, I'd go crazy so like for those people out there like i had three clients last week just buy a rack and like because they're like in love with it just like we are but i mean it depends like obviously this isn't gonna be happening every year but like for those who have it i'm like oh man like when i'm getting form checks with a barbell i'm like wow like people when, when they see a barbell being posted or like heavy dumbbells they're like everyone's so jealous but you know once again we made it work though for all of our clients who only have bands or or literally nothing we created amazing routines so we took care of them but you know i just i love lifting weights it makes you realize how grateful you are for it throughout these times and here's the other funny thing i would say um you know if you actually want a home gym and you know you're cool to be set at home and that's exactly it. You can still be flexible. And we've been really, really good with our programming at home. And, you know, it's just great getting the messages, seeing that clients are still progressing. They're still feeling challenged. They're still feeling taxed. And, you know, having have done this for 10 years, it gives us the ability to, you know, create really intense home programs. And when it comes down to it, I'll easily make myself something pretty nasty that, you know, at least give me the muscular stimulus I need, you know, keep the glycogen going to the muscles and just kind of prevent any muscular decay there. So that's kind of what I've been thinking, but a huge caveat and kind of a fun thing, you know, if you do want home gym equipment, if you wait this out, I mean, who knows, two weeks, a month, three months, six months, a year, whatever it'll be to all this passes, all these people are going to have this gym equipment that are never going to use it. That's true. And the market is going to be flooded. So if you want to make a home gym and you can be patient, wait like two, three months once this is all over and people are going to be selling it like crazy. You'll be getting it like 50 cents on the dollar. Yeah. It's going to be because, you know, right now it's like, oh, I want it now. But and that's the thing, too, you know, just just in case to have a home gym or something to me is kind of that's true. More of a hoarder's mindset in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. To me, I hate that, oh, I should have this just in case. Yeah, you're right. Because now that I think of it, like, if, because we like working out in the gym, like, sure, right now would be cool, but for 365 days of the year, you walk past your garage, you see this stuff, you're like, oh, maybe I should use it. I've already invested this much. I have a gym membership. I have a home gym. Yeah, and then it's kind of, because I feel that way with things like, because Josh and I are on the same page for minimalism. Like, when we challenged uh, each other, like, a couple years back, now, like I, when I see things, I'm like, okay, I need to just get rid of this. Like my motorcycle before, you know, I spent a decent amount of money. I lost a exactly. decent amount of That's money, but I'm like, example. I ride this once a month. Insurance is insane. 
I'm, I just need to get rid of it. If I keep it here, like just to hoard it, remember to you say kept I have saying, a bike, oh, I, I should drive. I oh, should ride. Yeah. It's, and it's that's the thing. It. Unless you like, and you're using it, I, you know, I say, get rid of it, you know, free yourself from it. And like I said to the hoarder's mindset, you know, if I'm like, oh, I need this pink pen, you know, I might need to write in pink soon. You never yeah. know. And then you, look you just at it end up day. having all this crazy nonsense yeah. around. And another huge rule with minimalism that helped me out a lot too is, um, you know, the 20 minute or $20 rule. I love that one. Right. And if I own something that I think I don't need, if I can replace it within 20 minutes for less than $20, I do not need to keep on to it. And, you know, that has just saved me so much, so much mental clutter. And you just feel great when you're not owned by your possessions but you know you're very intentional with what you own and you only have things you really like and you know once again i found i find a lot of people misconstrue minimalism and it turns into haha i only own 20 things i'm better than you you know if kyle owns six thousand things and to him that's minimal and it's all intentional and it's all value like it's value it's perfect he's doing it exactly right it doesn't it's not a contest of how much you own it's just being intentional like do do you value the thing you have does it have purpose are you going to use it check mark done keep it if you don't get rid of it if you haven't used it in six months to a year eh, you probably don't need it you know with the exceptions of things like generator life supplies you know things like that but you know i have this sweater that i used to think was so cool three years ago it's one color half half another color do i need it probably not you know like go ahead and donate that help someone else out right like hoarding on to these things you know now even with everyone else hoarding right you really do especially in times like this instead of thinking hey, it's just me, 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 you really have to think of the we, right? And to people that just have a ton, you know, it's sometimes good to free yourself of that. And one thing I've liked, like I give, I well, when I had a lot of clothes, I probably had 200 t-shirts, 100 t-shirts, you know how it is. And I started giving them away to like my friends, my brother, my brother's friends, and they're all wearing them. And I'll be like, hey, is that my shirt? Like, yeah. But it's so much better than just having it stuffed in a drawer and you're never using it. So really random side. It's tangent. a fun challenge though, because I know a lot of you are sitting at home, you're like trying to find things to do. Like, I truly believe that although I'm not a full minimalist, that practicing the act of finding the things that are valuable to you, especially since you have more time, like not only can, and and this is a fit, healthy and happy podcast. I think it can make you significantly happier. Oh, I'm telling you, it's one of the, like, it's insane how much money you save. Like I'm so cautionary to purchase something new. And that's kind of how I am with the home gym equipment, you know, like in the moment, it's super tempting. I super want it, you know, and I, I get the hype and, you know, home barbell and everything would be good, but it's you know, a fun challenge. Though. Just being real is is good. I mean, I guess we could have done a whole freaking episode. Yeah, on but this, hey, but. give it a shot. Try try to throw things out. You know. I so mean, yeah, if you're point. doing it, if you want and you want to hold yourself accountable, post it on Insta each day, or you can send it to us at Colossus Fit. It's kind of fun. So 30 day uh, minimalism challenge. I think the minimalist came up with it or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, they did. It's such a good time too if you challenge someone. You just got to make sure you're being honest and actually challenge yourself with it because. At the end of the day, I forget the math. Uh, you know, I'm not a mathematician here, but you get rid of hundreds and hundreds of items yeah. and just nonsense. And, you know, just knowing where everything is, not having clutter in your house, knowing, you know, you value everything you have. And, you know, you can also sell a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's a great time to make some money, right? Getting rid of some things you don't need. Like when we were doing it, you know, I think I think I sold like two or $3,000 worth of stuff, which was pretty nice. You know, like all the crap you kind of accumulate over the years and even Kyle with his bike. And here's the thing, if Kyle wants a motorcycle and two years he can go out and get a motorcycle you know like it's That's not right. people have a hard time understanding that getting rid of something doesn't mean you can never have it again or it's gone forever like i love dirt biking to death you know i used to ride motocross and it was really hard for me to get rid of my dirt bike but i don't have a truck uh there's not many tracks to ride at you know like all the places i used to ride my bike at all the crown land like the police aren't allowing it so 
did it make sense for me to have a dirt bike? No. Like later in life, will I get one? Absolutely. Like life goes on and, you know, smaller items too or sentimental items. Like if it's super sentimental and you love it, keep it, right? If you're like, eh, it could go. One thing I did is I like took a photo a lot of, like I'll take photos of things. Like maybe it was my favorite sweater. I don't want to forget it, but I don't need to have it. So I'd take a photo of it, put it on my Google Drive. And if I'm ever feeling sentimental and I want to reflect, you can still look at it there. But yeah, trust me, if, if you take action on this, you know, and this is a great thing to do while you're at home. Yeah, we can make a full podcast on this because I, I remember is, we should make an episode on five things you should do in quarantine yeah right that'll be that'll be next uh next thursday but yeah this or, was big for us and we've carried it forward and you know we've been better with it like you know i'll always reevaluate but i don't feel like i need to own one bowl and one spoon you know like you can yeah you can have levels to it i love it okay cool uh let's get into quotes i mean there's a side tangent but hey it's kind of fun that's what we do here and hopefully it's a nice break i mean like we said we don't want to keep talking covid 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 because it's starting to drive me a little crazy you know like it is what it is you should be aware you should be socially responsible you should be doing your part but to me like constantly consuming the news and dealing with that like it's just i feel like i'm putting myself in more pain and worry and i just want to take care of what i can and you know that's what the attitude we're trying to have for this podcast you know we've done some episodes if you haven't heard them we definitely recommend you listen to them about you know kind of where we're at and what we feel people should be thinking and try to add some encouragement there uh anything to add with that or not so no much? i got my quote ready all right go for it so i'm i'm bringing this up now because we talked about a minimalism a lot um Having more and more won't solve the problem and happiness does not lie in possessions or even relationships. The answer lies with ourselves. If we can't find peace and happiness there, it's not going to come from the outside by Tenzin Palmo. So yeah, just pretty cool. Since we were talking about that, since we're passionate about it, something to think about and hopefully inspire you guys to uh, do a little minimalism in your house. Yeah. Uh, There is a good, it's, it's kind of good. I mean, they can be, it's a little hoo hoo or I don't know what what you would say call that whatever but on netflix called the minimalist oh that's good yeah it was good i think it's probably what got us first excited and then another audiobook i'd highly recommend i personally love it i know a few people have hated it and said it's boring i think it is the greatest audiobook i like it not the greatest but i listen to it a lot it's called goodbye things um oh shoot i'll pull it up right now uh but he he kind of goes over it. it's japanese minimalism and he talks about you know kind of the psychology to being attached to your things and understanding what you really need to live with and you know i, I just thought it, it's a really good book and it can kind of get you on a kick to get at it so goodbye things by fumio sasaki so f-u-m-i-o S-A-S-A-K-I. So you will see that. And then Eric Seguita is the translator. So it's a really short book, but it's a really good book. I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and give another listen to Me that. Me too. Um, yeah. So that's a good one. So for my quote, um, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken by Oscar Wilde. You know, I thought it's a pretty awesome quote just because like, you know, I think so many people are trying to, to be someone else or, you know, really just kind of create a false prasad of who they are. And I think it's just a good time too, you know, where you're at home and, you know, you're just kicking it, doing your thing, just to remember, you know, to be yourself. And in the fitness context, a lot of people say, hey, I want to look like Tom Cruise. I want to look like, you know, Chris Hemsworth, whoever it may be, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, I can, as bad as I want, try to look like, I don't know, some, some, or Mark Wahlberg, let's say, for instance, you know, thick, shorter guy kind of whatever it's not going to happen like i'm six two you know i'm not going to have that thickness i'm going to have a longer kind of physique right like so instead you know try to be your best self you know look at your body you can improve from that like that is your canvas right like you have to kind of be realistic with what's that at you know it's not to say you can't draw inspiration from other people but i think instead of trying to you know rely on looking like someone else you know just rely to be your best self i love that 
So true. Cool. Okay. Um, what's our fun fact this week? I have a few written down. I know we didn't actually put it up here. Uh, meow. I can't think of it. You have anything? Uh, fun? Um, oh wait, I have it. Okay. Did we uh hit them with the? Okay, this is we pretty did the crazy. gut one already. Nearly fifty percent of all young people ages twelve to twenty one are not vigorously active on a daily basis. I forget what study I got this for uh, from, so I apologize for not fifty percent. Oh my! But gosh. I think that's pretty terrifying. That's crazy. You know, to not at least be somewhat active on a daily basis, and you have to consider the measure of activity is pretty low. I think that includes like a twenty minute walk or something. Um, and you know, that's that's just rough, right? Like at the end of the day, one of the best things you can do is, you know, and. I think Kyle has another quote, not to spoil his next one, but yeah, it's about. Do you want to take, hit it? just take? Uh, I'll add a add a little bonus for you guys. I said, uh, by Jim Rohn, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. And that's it. Like once again, while you're at home, you're quarantined. You know, you're doing stuff. Like this is a time where you really want to take care of your body and your mind and nourish it more than ever, right? Like this is the time you truly have to work on yourself without distractions is a very valuable time. You know, who's to say when we'll ever have this much time to do that again. So, you know, and once again, being socially responsible, being aware, you know, you can go outside, hit some home workouts. You've got nice weather, you know, go on a walk, you know, nourish your mind with good resources, get everything going. And I just thought that statistic was pretty crazy because I think activity, you know, and being able to move is a blessing and it just makes you feel better. And even the other day, I think Sunday, I felt like, I don't know why I was just wiped. I was so tired. I wasn't feeling right, you know, and I went for just like a quick 5k hike and I felt amazing. Like the rest of the day, it gave me the fuel, made those Chipotle bowls to challenge myself to do. And it kind of just got me going. So I find anytime, you know, I'm in a slump or I don't feel right. And, you know, even if you're listening to this and you're kind of, you know, go out on a walk, just a quick walk, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And it's just amazing how refreshed and energized you'll feel. And I'm a big fan of activity, you know, promotes more activity and inactivity promotes more inactivity. Um, So, you know, the lazier you can be, the more you'll want to be lazy. Whereas, you know, the more active and at it you are, the more you're going to want to do. And once again, quarantine, cool. But once we've already given you some examples of how you can be active, you know, cleaning up the house, getting rid of some stuff, right? Minimizing, uh, you know, doing some research, reading a book, listening to audiobooks, hitting those home workouts, saying like there's so much to do. So we really just want to hit on that there. You want to, I guess I'll get into client shout out too. Yeah, let's do it. So my client shout out is Aaron Davids. She is a beast. She signed up after her husband, Corey, signed up with me. Uh, he had some immense success with me. So she's like, ah, shoot, I'll give it a shot. You know, she wasn't sure. She said, you know, I'm very busy. I'm a full-time nurse. I'm not sure like how that's going to work. And one thing I've been such a fan of now more than ever is it's never the right time to start. You know, there's there's always going to be a quote-unquote better time in your mind. You know, me and Kyle could go, mm, should we film the podcast? You know, like we got to do some other things today. And like at the end of the day, you just have to take action when you can. And I was even saying, you know, like there, there's always things, you know, you, you go out on your life and boom, you fall and you break your ankle right? It can happen or, you know, something horrible happens with your family or maybe you get, you know, you're stuck at the workplace or, you know, there's always an example of, oh, maybe this isn't the best time to start. So honestly, you know, regardless of what you got going on, it's about learning how to make fitness fit in your life. You know, even if you're going on vacation in two days and you're fired up now, take advantage of it, you know, and when you're on vacation, you don't have to spend your whole time and focus purely on exercising. But, you know, maybe when you're up or you're out, you know, you just go out and you go on a nice walk and enjoy the air, hit some push ups some crunches, whatever you just, you know, you make a commitment to do what you can, where you can. And 
that's why even with her, I was really like, honestly, you know, like it's just best we jump into it. I find when you have that motivation, you get at it. And she definitely got at it. And it's just amazing the results she's seen. And if you go to our Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, you can really, really see, you know, how far she's come. And, you know, it's just great to see. She said to me even that you've changed uh, both of our lives, which really was a nice compliment for me. And it's just so great to see that too, because now you have this, this couple, you know, where they could have really went one direction with their fitness and their health. And now they're just absolute beasts. You know, they're out there crushing it. They shot me a video of, uh, of, uh, Corey squatting her the other day. Yeah. It's pretty freaking cool. Like it's just so nice to be able to empower people and get them going. So big shout out to you, Aaron, you know, you've really committed to it. You know, you didn't know what this was. She wasn't necessarily in her ecosystem, wasn't listening to our meet or anything. And she took the jump and it paid off big. Oh, that's awesome, man. And even just seeing, I know Corey's a huge beauty, just seeing his wife now like jump on it. And now they're both in the best shapes of their lives. And I see their, their, their posts, you know, follow them both. And it's just really cool to see, like, not only that, you know, Corey benefited, but the wife did as well. And I believe, you know, everyone should be doing this. Like, I wish, I wish we could have everyone do it, but you know, unfortunately we only can take on so many people, but amazing job, Aaron. And like, that's the thing too, especially with couples, you know, if you can get, you know, your partner on board I find it such a powerful thing because I find it can be I see a lot of the times like oh my husband my wife girlfriend boy whatever you know they don't like me getting in shape they say I'm too addicted I'm too obsessed with the gym this and that right and you look at what they're doing and they're working out like four times a week for an hour and trying to watch what they eat it's like eh, is that obsession I, I would argue not right and a lot of that too will come from you know if one person feels like inadequacy or feels uncomfortable and you know they see someone else taking action getting at it it can be tough so you know it's always a good motivator to try and get them you know going or try to find a common interest in fitness and health and you know I find you can really bring each other up and you know even more and more in life I've realized how true the rule of five is you know that you really do end up a lot like your closest five friends and that can be a good thing or a bad thing and you know a lot of people will say hey show me your closest five friends and I'll tell you how fit you are how athletic you are um, you know how much money you have all these things because if you look at your friend groups you can kind of see wow like it's interesting and even a good example uh, like last year our one buddy Jackson you know um, who ended up losing all that weight if you look at it like a lot of his closest friends are like weirdly into fitness super obsessed and you know he's getting a little overweight and he just got super into it now he's looking great he's beasting out he's feeling amazing I guess because he's like shoot you know I got to bring myself up to that level so it's always a good motivator to you know try and surround yourself with people that are really hungry and bringing you up and yeah no I love it random tidbit let's go baby we're gonna get into Aaron Kirsch's questions uh, she sent a few, and we, uh, we've we been overwhelmed with questions, but she actually has some really good ones, uh, so we kind of want to jump into them here. Uh, so tips for staying centered and avoiding burnout. I work a full-time job, and in the last few months have started coaching at my local gym and keep um, taking on more there every week. Plus, spending time at the barn I work and a few other activities, I'm not willing to give up. I love everything in my life right now, but I feel pulled in multiple different directions. Tips for saying, saying, thank you all your content and really loving what you're doing. So I thought this was a really good question because burnout is such a good topic, you know, yeah. like burnout and it's, it's a very tough one. And I think the first, the first thing, my tip to understand is everyone has different capacities and I think we can all challenge our capacities and do better, but you know, you have to understand you got to work from a baseline of where you're at. If you're someone who's very demotivated right now, you're at home, you never got off the couch, you never move. I mean, that's probably going to be no one listening to this podcast, but you just got to start with something, you know, just start with moving, doing something. And I find, like I said, activity breeds more activity. If at the start of the day, I don't make my bed versus I make my bed, it's a whole different day. I mean, I always do it, but before when I did it, 
student, you know, you already have that one quick sense of accomplishment. Another easy thing you can do to get that quick sense of accomplishment, take a shower, right? You know, and once you're like, hey, I can do this, I do little things, you just want to keep doing things, doing things, doing things, right? And you feel empowered and focused and getting at it. So I find, you know, taking care of the little things goes a long way. And then even for you, you know, you have a very busy life, balancing multiple jobs, staying fit, you know, staying active. I say scheduling is a big part of that. So maybe you want to jump into that. Yeah, I mean, just um, scheduling, like literally everything. Like if you if you look, I mean, right now, it's not as crazy because we're not doing as much. But um, it's it's I've suggested it to my client, Karen, and uh, she's like just very similar to me. But when I have everything on the schedule, it just it's like such a beautiful thing that's going to like kind of just directly line up your day perfectly. My biggest two things I would say, though, is um, number one, the way that I kind of look at things uh, is a lot different. So when I first started personal training and driving to condos and spending hours in traffic and filming videos and being like just doing everything, uh, I remember I used to kind of like really hate it because I felt like I was being pulled in different directions. So what I started to do, and I'm going to talk about journaling because I think it's huge, but we're going to make a full podcast probably next week um, on just the benefits of journaling and different types. I started writing in my gratitude journal how thankful I am for all the opportunities I have, all my amazing clients. I would literally write out every single person I was going to see that day. And if I was waiting in 30 to 40 minutes of traffic to get to their like house to train them, I would like, instead of feeling like, uh, it's not, it's pointless. And like, I'm overworked and I'm, I'm burnt out. I would think about how grateful I am to be able to have the opportunity to see them, to see the smile on their face after the workouts. And this goes even for like all the YouTube videos and podcasts we would make and just everything we were doing instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I'm thinking how grateful I am because there's people literally listening to this and like just the mindset shift of like, instead of I have to, I get to has been a big game changer. But that's not to say that I think you should still take on everything. One of the biggest things that has helped me is just being able to say no. So if someone wants me to drive one hour to Etobicoke, which is on the end of the city, and then an hour back um, for training, like, at this point, I'm going to say no, um, depending on the person, but just being able to say no and um, maybe getting rid of something. There was a time in my life where I had to get rid of something to allow me to have more time to just feel less burnt out, to sleep a bit more, to work on myself a bit more, to have more time in the morning. And I feel so much better. So obviously it depends on your situation, but I'd say being able to say, you know what, this isn't worth it. Um, maybe if it's not making you feel the best or if it's not providing the most amount of like income for you or whatever it is, maybe get rid of that. And those are two things that have helped me over the past avoiding burnout and just make me a better person yeah and i think we could talk about this probably for six hours if we wanted to uh so i'll try and you know keep it simple and you know one one big thing too is uh you know i think a lot of people really want to do nothing as well which is a tough one you know sometimes you got to grind sometimes you got to go through those tough things and even looking back to school you know it, it was tough and i'm like shoot like this is a lot and you know one of the my biggest tips is you know looking at overachievers and getting really fired up from them and you know it almost makes it feel like oh i'm not doing as much you know when you feel like you're someone that's doing more than anyone else in the world you know you have a harder feeling and even for me for a while i'd be like oh i'm doing full-time school i'm trying to start a business i'm also working 40 hours for three other companies like what and i'm trying to stay in amazing shape like what the heck am i doing you know what i mean and then but when you like look at like some of the people will listen to like books and you know all these really good motivational intense people like tony robbins all those guys right you know that are just constantly hustling like it's just like what the heck you know it kind of it fires you up and you want to replicate that behavior and you want to do your best and you know it, it is a fine balance at the end of the day and I think my biggest tip of all you know past that like obviously finding inspirations to get at it and I think like Kyle said that prioritization 
is absolutely one of the biggest things, like he said, you know, asking yourself what's really worth it and what isn't. And that's why we always try to analyze, you know, what we're doing and whether it's worth the time we do it or if it should be cut or if it's necessary. But my biggest tip to avoid burnout is to take care of yourself first. So yeah, always like if you're not getting enough sleep right away, you're shooting yourself in the foot, right? Like you're instantly taking an L in that regard. You're, you're doing something right away that isn't like benefiting you. Like why would you not work at full capacity, right? It, it just makes no sense to me why people will kind of cut that away. And we're even listening to a song today and it goes, uh, you know, what is it? You, uh, it's 9 a.m. I haven't even been asleep. Yeah, it's 9 a.m. I haven't been asleep. Yeah, you know, we love the no sleep motivational quotes, but we love to sleep. Like, I make it a point to get eight hours of sleep a night. You know, to me, it's a full reset. You're getting your brain right. You're going to have more capacity. You're going to work harder. You're going to work smarter. And at the end of the day, it, it really is not work harder. It's work smarter, in my opinion. And, you know, if you want to take a lot on and you're hustling to kind of establish yourself in your industry and get at it, you know, that's cool. But set a goal and kind of set clear guidelines to what you're willing to do. But, you know, do that sleep. Prioritize yourself with the right tasks. You know, when you're relaxing, make sure you're relaxing in a way that's actually going to help you feel relaxed. You know, necessarily just being like, oh, I work nine to five. Now I'm going to watch TV till one in the morning and then I'll wake up and do it again. You know, that's not what you want. Like, take care of yourself, eat some good food, you know, go to the gym, do something that does relax you. But, you know, actually make sure you're taking care of your body and your mind first. And, you know, it'll give you a lot more capacity to get at it. But I also really did like Kyle's point. And then kind of the last thing, too, I find is, you know, don't like handicap yourself by being lazy you know even me in the past i think procrastination is one of the best things you can learn to work against right like procrastination is so dangerous like anytime i have a simple thing to do and i put it off man it's so much harder than it needs to be you know i've so i've really made it a point especially lately when i have something to do i just do it i don't second guess it i get it done and then once everything's done that's when i kind of kick it and i'll chill like you just got to get out there and, you know, be real with it, especially when it's not a big deal. Like, you know, especially like school assignments is probably the easiest thing for everyone to relate back to, you know, regardless of how old you are. You know, when you leave something in the last minute, you're dreading it, dreading it, dreading it. You're overthinking it's worse. Whereas when you just get at it and you get working out, you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. And you really feel in control. So, you know, sometimes with things like that, if you can just get at it, you can actually condense your work time, probably cut it in half and have more time to do other things. Yeah, those are some great points. And you know, it's funny that uh, we're talking about this because this question was asked just over three weeks ago. I'm willing to bet, Aaron, that right now her mindset is completely shifted because I'm sure she's not doing the coaching yeah, or doing any too. any of this stuff. So what I was actually going to say is um, – because this is what one thing that motivates me to keep going and have a busy schedule is like three years ago, there was a point where I was like literally not doing anything. And this is exactly how I feel right now. Like I'm still doing a lot, but I'm not like, I'm not as much. I'm not doing as much. So right now, the way I feel with all this is I miss training for six hours every single night. I miss driving to all the condos. I miss doing all this stuff. So I'm sure you're feeling this exact way. So once you get back into it, you're going to be ready to crush it. But um, I always think back to the time and I'm sure going forward, you're going to be able to look back into the quarantine and say, oh my gosh, I'm never going to say I wish I could uh, I could decrease my hours or I wish I could change something again. Um, and then uh, the other thing is even like to get a feeling for this, like even just take a week off. Like now you're not going to be able to because you already are taking uh, time off. But even for me, taking one week off allowed me to realize how much I valued like going to see more people going to change more people's lives and just film all this and do everything that's even if it's a busy lifestyle so you know it definitely does wonders and I'm sure you know this is maybe a bit irrelevant right now but if you ever are feeling um, this type of burnout or, or whatever you can listen to these tips but I think this like just 
habit and lifestyle right now where we're barely doing anything is going to be enough just once things get kicking to like get us into full gear and wanting to work like 18 hours a day yeah once again we we could go on this yeah we could go on i think there's so many components to it and it's a very very personal question yeah um but at the end of the day i think it's good to challenge yourself you know be realistic with yourself if you're super overextended you know learn to take a break i think another thing i really liked is i really tried to minimize my work on a sunday so i at least have one day to you know kind of look forward to kick it back be with family you know slow it down a little bit be away from the computer the best i can and i think that one day alone like refreshes me more than enough um you know so you have to and it doesn't have to be sunday it could be tuesday it could be monday morning it could be whatever you want, but finding some time to, you know, do all the things you want. And even for me to just get organized, right? Like I use Sunday as a reset to kind of go into the new week, even though technically Sunday is part of the new week, you know, I'll do my laundry, I'll do all these little things, you know, like kind of make sure I'm all good to go for the next week, organize everything, clean up, you know, get refreshed, you know, meal prep, whatever. And then boom, you're ready for the week. You're laughing. But once again, we we could hit this forever. It's a good question. (laughs) We want to do. Okay. Next question. Um, when you guys want for squats, how many reps or bites do you typically do? I was starting high, 20 reps with the bars, 15 at 65, decreasing, um, increasing my weight is too much volume, not giving myself enough energy for working sets. Let me know. Yeah, it sounds like a bit much. Latest workout was 3 by 8 at 185. I don't know. Like, to me, you know, we've always joked and we've talked about this way, way back, but, you know, that pretty much any lift, you know, especially deadlifts, I know we're talking about squats here, but deadlifts start at 135. Like, just kind of an unwritten rule, which is funny, but obviously that's coming from a guy who, you know, has more capacity to lift more and, like, you know, as a base. So it can be tough, but deadlift in particular is really tough because anything less than a 45 will mess with your form because they're smaller unless you have bumper plates. Uh, so it'll kind of stiff arm you. So for the deadlift, you know, what I'll recommend you know especially people who aren't pulling as much you know you can start with the bar you know you could just kind of do the motion of it uh, that can kind of get you going I don't necessarily do that and the bites I'll do are going to be very different than the bites you'll do because I pretty much just go up the plates you know if I'm squatting like 405 whatever I'll do bar plate two plates three plates four plates um, you know but lately I've been trying to mess around with a few other things so I'll try to activate my glutes before I get kicking you know I'll kind of warm up my spine uh, because those are two things you know I kind of can I find I can slack on and then I'll also try to do some banded squats because I find it really helps get my hips open, gets me driving up my knees and it gets my form and speed a lot tighter. So it's something you have to play with. You know, I find four bites is more than enough um, and you'll find what works best for you. Play with it, but you shouldn't be overextending and it shouldn't be, you know, working into your actual set. So I've always been that there's no exact science and people always ask me, oh, how do you do it? And I'm like, I do it my way. I don't know if it's right. You know, for bench, typically I'll do the bar for eight or 12, then I'll do a play for eight, and then I'll do 185 for whatever, then I'll do 225 for whatever, and then I'll do my working set. But once again, you don't want to be just going eight, 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 eight. Like that's going to be freaking hard. You know, sometimes even today, I guess, for instance, okay, today I was squatting 375 for three sets of eight, you know, nothing too crazy, whatever. So I came in, you know, I did my few things for my hips, a few things for my spine. Then I did um, like lower back hyperextensions, but the glute variation with a curved back where I was just trying to wake up my glutes, get everything fired up. Then I went to the bar, I just did 12 reps at the bar. Then I put on a plate and I did a plate with bands for eight. You know, that's my really big warm up set. Then I just did 225 for five. Then I did 315 for one, and then I did my working set. Like, all you're trying to do is warm yourself in the motion. You know, it doesn't have to be freaking insane. You're just getting yourself primed up. 
Uh, so play with it. And I find, you know, the less you can get away with, the better. But also be intelligent with it. You know, the bar, your first and second bite should be higher volume, like 12 to 8. And then from there, you can kind of go by feel. But once again, this is not an exact science. What do you uh, have to add? Yeah, just like looking at Aaron's personal numbers, I'm like, this is insane. Like she did 20 reps with a bar and then only added 20 pounds. So 65 and then did 15. And then, but like her actual working weight is 185. So that's just like way too, way too high reps in my opinion. But once again, there's no right answer. But if I were in your situation, since she is asking this question, it she already answered it and said it's way too much volume. So if I were in your shoes, I'd probably do something like, you know, if you like starting higher reps, no problem. I do 15 with the bar. I'd go to 95 pounds and probably do like, somewhere like around eight to 10 or maybe even like 10 to 12, um, whatever works for you. And then bump up to a plate and do like just a couple just to get some nice speed reps in and then go right to 185. So that would be basically three, but you can add one in between. It's a matter of like what makes you feel comfortable, what makes you feel like just warmed up enough. Um, but if I were in your personal situation, in your shoes, that's exactly kind of the approach that I would take. It would be, you know, the bar. So 45 pounds, then 95. But if you're not comfortable doing 95, you can go right to 75 or 85 and then go to a plate and then go from there. So people listening are like, what the heck? Yeah. Case in point, yeah. You know, I best answer, you know, for squat and deadlift, I would say do three to six warm ups. I think that's more than enough. If you want bites as you have it, don't just load up the weight and get at it. It's important you do these little bites. Best way to warm up is to warm up in the motion for the motion, especially with compounds. I don't do this for dumbbell curls. I don't go, let me get the fives, let me get the twenties, let me get the thirties, then I'll get the fifties. Yeah. No, like the but for your first movement, you're just coming in. Once again, so like we said, three to six is definitely your best bet. I like to start with 12, eight, then I'll get closer to my rep numbers. You can play with it however personal it is and be honest with yourself. Are you someone who's had crazy injuries? You know, maybe you gotta spend a lot more time on those areas. Do you have something that's really tight and needs to be worked out more? Maybe you gotta spend a little bit more. Are you 65 years old and still wanting to power lift? You're gonna need a lot more time to warm up than someone who's 18, right? So once again, all these factors go into more, uh, warming up, but I wouldn't put too much thought into it. Just get yourself fired up, get yourself going. Yeah, do what feels right. Another safe bet, just five minutes on the treadmill, get the blood flowing, that alone is gonna help you out. You know, Do a few bites and you'll be kicking. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the long and short of it yeah. there. Um, Another great question. So this yep. is from my client, Kelsey, because we, we need to put this in our title for sure. This is something we've been asked a lot lately, especially in the past week or two. How can I get motivated from working out at home so you know we know that this is a very tough situation um you know it's it's not something any of us expected your house is usually for chilling you know hanging out having friends over you know eating and stuff like that um you're not used to working out at home i understand that from all of you but you know once again i will say this again this is the time to stay active this is the time to still maintain those results you're working towards i had a couple tips um, that i gave kelsey and i'm sure josh has some tremendous tips i said number one create a inviting and solid atmosphere if you just have a couple bands and a couple dumbbells whatever you use stuffed in the corner of your bedroom and try to work out this isn't going to work okay so try to create something that gets you motivated, gets you kind of at least a little bit excited. So um, I had said you could print out a couple photos, you could print out a couple quotes, like do something that just like when you go to work out, you're like, yeah, this is this is the time, you know, I'm ready for this and I'm fired up. The other thing I would say is even just like 
if it's taking a while to get you pumped up, one of my clients, Claudia, is asking, what should I do? I said, just start blasting the music that you would use when you're working out. Start just, you know, even um, just trying to be productive. Like we had talked about the importance of productivity. Just start doing something, whether it's cooking something healthy, just like taking those small actions to get you ready. Um, But those are the kind of things that I would uh, say to get motivated would help you out to work out at home. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you with the, the importance right here. Ready? Yeah, let's hear it. What, where, when, how? Not so much who, but what, where, when, how? Who is you? That's your question, right? And this is the thing. If I'm saying I'm a hit home workout, for instance, abs, right? You know, abs, everyone forgets about. It's always pushed the last minute. My abs are killing pretty much right now. But for me, you know, I pretty much want to do them three times a week. So I just set a recurring reminder on my phone for the three days that I'm most likely to do them. Where am I gonna do them? Probably in my house, you know, on the floor, um, right? When am I gonna do them? Probably when I'm done my work day, kind of around four or 5 p.m. So I got the reminder at 3 p.m., three times a week, I love right? That. So we got the where, we got the what, we got the how, whatever, you get the point, right? You have to be very intentional with where you're doing it. It's one thing if you're like, oh, I'm just gonna do some home workouts this week, no problem. Okay, cool, when are you gonna do it? What days of the week? I don't know, well, first and foremost, you wanna find that, right? So actually go ahead and maybe add it to your calendar. You're gonna do it from here, from this time to this time, right? And what workouts are you gonna be doing? That's the next question, right? Are you just gonna be doing randomness the whole time it's not going to be a very good workout it needs to be prepared we have some great home workouts you can go ahead and follow on our channel colossus fitness um you can go ahead and run those you know or uh, kyle's going to get into something at the end of this podcast that's really exciting um but you you really need to know what you're doing or else it's not going to happen you got to know where you're doing it that's when true. you're going to do it and like those alone are going to do so much for you Right. And it's the same thing with the gym, but that's that's my 100 percent best tip because motivation comes and goes. But scheduling is beautiful because, you know, it just eventually becomes something you do. It's like, you know, you go to work from this time to this time. It just is what it is. It doesn't matter if you're motivated or not. You get it done. And if you can take that approach to to home workouts, it's going to do the best. But of course, my normal tips go into play, you know, watch motivational videos, um, you know, have a vision board. You could print off some photos of, you know, kind of like you looking at your best or other people yeah. get you motivated you know obviously there's a lot of great things like that you know bump some great music you know start like kyle said doing a few productive things but i find more than anything being intentional and planning it is good yeah yeah and i'd even say i, I offer this um to the ladies who have asked as well try to do it in the morning if you can because if you're sitting at home and you know, oftentimes we know how procrastination works. If the whole time, especially if they have their whole day to do, if nothing. they have their whole day and you're thinking about, uh, thinking about it, like, um, and then you kind of put it off, and then you're like, maybe I'll do it at lunch, but then you're like, oh, I'll do it after. It's going to become so much harder, and it's going to become like such a daunting task that you're, you know, you're going to say, you know what, I'll do it tomorrow. So just, you know, wake up, whether it's a 30 or 40 minute workout, try to get it done first thing in the morning. You'll feel amazing. All your eating decisions will be 10 times better because you worked out, and you know, it's make a habit of it, and I guarantee you won't regret it. But yeah, I mean, I love it. I think personally, that's good for our mailbox Monday. Um, I don't know. Did you want to address anything else or I think you should tell them about uh, our exciting. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. So as you know, excited, Josh and myself are not doing much personal training right now. You know, a couple FaceTime sessions here and there, making sure in-person clients are taken care of workout wise, but we're not doing much training. We are going to be taking on a couple more people for our online coaching. But this isn't just regular online coaching. So for those of you wondering, so today is March 30th. We felt bad that we weren't able to extend this to you guys or give you more time. So 
technically today is the start day of the program. I will give you till the end of today. You know, if it does come on Tuesday, you can still email us. Um, two days they can have. We'll give them two days. We'll Tuesday give you 48 hours. Tuesday 12 p.m. That's, that's a Okay. To send us a message, all I want you to do is say, tell us, tell me more. Okay. Just email me, class, uh, uh, contact at colossusfitness.com. Tell me more. Basically, this is for women who are looking to pretty much tighten up. Someone who wants to lose five to 10 pounds or more sustainably within the next 60 days. So this is a program that you can do remotely. You can do it from home and um, basically just do it anywhere in the world. So we're looking for five women right now. We're not looking for 10. We're not looking for 20. We're looking for five to try it out at a very discounted rate. Help us work out the kinks. You know, this is um, kind of new to us. Uh, so we wanted to pretty much give you a really good deal, get you amazing results, and use it as a case study. Basically, once this is all done, 60 days from now, the price will double. So this is the time now to shoot us a message. If you have been wanting to try to do something at home, to have someone help you with your macros, hold you accountable, this is the time to send us a message saying, tell me more. You can send us a message on Instagram. You know, you can do I whatever. Um, yeah, Instagram's at Colossus Fit. Just say, tell me more, and I'll share the details. Josh and myself will share the details with ex- with this exciting program. We're super excited. We've been spending a lot of time investing in new resources, finding different ways to help more people, and especially for this group, you know, women who are looking to lose 5 to 10 pounds within 60 days. We say 5 to 10, um, depending on your situation, just to make it a promise, but, you know, we've had people losing plus 20 plus pounds within um, 60 days, depending on your situation, of course. But, you know, we're excited to take on more people. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm pumped. Like, And here's the thing, yeah. like the elephant in the room, obviously is COVID, you know, we know it's tough, you know, financially. And that's truthfully why we did this. We want to give everyone the opportunity now to say, is there an investment tied to it? Absolutely. Right. But it is literally minimal in comparison to what it will be. You know, this is a chance to get 50% off. We never do sales. We never do savings like this. You know, we obviously run promos and stuff to kind of get people going at it. But, you know, that's it, right? Like at the end of the day, there will be some investment, but this is the time to invest. And for a very minimal investment, like this is the time where you're at home, not as much as going on. You have the opportunity to, you know, really work with someone, especially, you know, for a lot of people are saying, oh, I need accountability at home or I don't know what I'm doing. We're going to take care of everything, you know, the nutrition, the workouts are going to be periodized, going to help you improve. They're going to work with your situation, everything that's going on. They're going to get you going, right? You know, we're going to take care of all your nutrition, take care of everything you need to do. And when this is all said and done, you're going to come out and say, wow, I've not only improved myself, I feel better. I'm more motivated. That's going to carry to more things. It can carry to the workplace help you make more money, help you have more energy. And, you know, we really just want to help people out. And we really want to kind of do this little test group here so we can get some great testimonials and content, uh, you know, for the future for when we do open it up to the public. So hopefully you can take advantage of that. Once again, you can message us on Instagram at Colossus Fit. Um, You know, this is for people that are seriously ready to commit and improve themselves. And chances are, you know, a lot of you listeners are. So women who are looking to lose five to 10 pounds, uh, you know, we'll get something going for the men soon enough. You know, it'll it'll come. But that's what we're looking for now. Um, you know, for this amazing rate, 60 days, uh, let's make it happen together. Anything to add? Yeah. I mean, we've already been engaging with a couple of you awesome women who are excited for this program and ready to commit. The two things we found the most so far is people are looking to be held accountable. You know, you're sitting at home, you want someone to be checking in. That's what we do. We send, um, almost daily messages. If that's what you want via text message, we will do weekly check-ins and we'll also do midweek check-ins. We will hold you accountable if you allow us to. And then we'll also create a workout routine that you have 
like if you have dumbbells cool we create something for you if you have nothing we'll make something for you so a lot of women have said my biggest issue is i just don't know what to do at home because like it's just tough. Like you're, you're not used to creating at home programs and that's what we're going to do. We're going to take the guesswork out of the process. We're going to hold you accountable. And most of all, we're going to get you in the best shape of your life. So, you know, there's no time like the present. Once this all ends, I've been telling every single one of my clients, once COVID is done and you can go to the beach and you can get out there and see your friends and stuff, people are going to be wondering what happened to you because you've been working and everyone else has been slacking off. So yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Peace.